Today's audio blog is The Hidden Hierarchy. The other day I read How to Handle the Cool Kids by Smart Classroom Management, and this line struck me. Maybe you've noticed it. Otherwise intelligent adults falling blindly under the spell of certain students. So much so that it interferes with their ability to be effective teachers. The rapt attentiveness, the mimicking body language, the fawning and trying to be cool too. The second and third and fourth chances. Nothing is more hurtful to the rest of the class. Nothing makes students more resentful and less trusting than the teacher who obviously likes some students better than others. It's a morale killer of the highest order. When I was in grad school, I interned at a treatment center with a lot of infighting. No matter what the leadership tried to do, the infighting, the bickering, the backstabbing continued. No amount of vision casting by leadership or meetings with HR helped. At the time, I hadn't understood why my coworkers were anxious and irritable all the time. But the quote above finally makes sense of my experience at that treatment center. The problem was favoritism. See, in any organization, there is a hierarchy. Leadership at the top, management in the middle, and workers at the bottom. Most people are actually okay with this hierarchy when it's fair. Most people actually like the structure that hierarchy offers, provided there are enough opportunities to move up. These hierarchies have clear rules and metrics. But in the place I interned, there was a hidden hierarchy a favoritism hierarchy. See, the boss had a second job running another treatment center. And if he liked you, he'd pull you aside, take you to dinner, introduce you to other gurus, and basically treat you like you were in the inner circle. That's what caused the problem. It changed the entire dynamics of the place. Because the hidden hierarchy was based on favoritism. Everyone competed for his attention, which led to infighting. But it got worse. Say you didn't care about getting hired at the second treatment center. It didn't matter. The hidden hierarchy still existed. You couldn't escape the favoritism hierarchy by not caring. You were just at the bottom. And you felt it. You could opt out of the competition for the second job, but you couldn't opt out of the hierarchy. So what happened? I don't know. I graduated and moved on. As far as I can tell, the treatment center is still there in central Arkansas, but the staff turnover is pretty high. Okay, so why are we talking about this? I'm pointing this out because it gives us clarity on why some organizations become dysfunctional. For me, it was helpful to realize that I wasn't crazy for feeling my coworkers' anxiety and that my coworkers weren't bad for all the infighting. There was a hidden system that was causing the behavior. And for me, being able to see the system lowers my anxiety and gives me clarity on why that place felt so anxious. And most of all, it helps me to know what I'll do differently. Of course, I'll have my favorite people to work with. But if I'm leading a treatment center, I'll work really hard to hold everyone to the same standards, especially my favorites, because no one likes to feel like they're on the bottom.